Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Bop, bop. What's up? Marty Griffin here. My boy Larry back tomorrow. Hey, uh, Raz has been reading this all morning. Four-year-old boy uh, finds a gun under his daddy's bed, loaded. It's kind of sickening, by the way. Kind of sickening. Accidentally shoots himself in the head. He's still in the hospital. This happened months ago. Mom and dad were uh, charged. I went to a house, um, they invited me in because they wanted to tell this story. A six-year-old boy obsessed with his father. His dad was a cop, a fantastic cop. And dad would come home in the, in the evening, and I'll, I've seen this with my son. They watch everything you do. They walk the way you do. They talk the way you do. It's kind of scary. And dad would put his gun up in this closet every day. Well, a little man who's six saw him do this. And the little man found uh, dad's gun and uh, accidentally blew his own head off. Several hundred kids are um, injured every year this way. And according to this study, most children in America who die from an accidental shooting are playing around with guns at home or mistaking them for toys. How about that? Scientific journal Epidemiology, a decade in which children under 15 accidentally killed themselves or another child with a gun. Most of the shootings happened at the victim's home where in eight out of 10 cases, the gun belonged to the older relative. It happens all the time. And by the way, this kind of ties into the morons who are getting caught almost weekly what, it's over 40, the number of illegal guns. Not illegal guns. Guns found in luggage at the airport, which is illegal. Because there's so many guns and so many idiots, this sort of disaster is happening more and more. One of my boys, Gary, on the line. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Marty. How are you doing? You're also a firearms instructor. Is that fair? Yes. So, this information I'm reading, this story about this four-year-old, does not surprise you, does it, sir? No, there's more weapons now. Uh, every time there's more weapons, you're going to have more problems like this happened, Marty. So they did a study over um, a seven-year window. 279 cases in which kids under 15 accidentally died during a firearm injury. Does that surprise you, sir? No, we uh, live in a society now that glamorizes the firearm, either through videos, uh, TV, movies, songs. So, no, it doesn't surprise me. 
Police Officer Gary Crick, one of my favorites. We've known each other nearly 20 years. What is it? Too many guns? Too many idiots? No training? What is it, Gary? Uh, Marty, every time something happens, the best seller of weapons is your politicians. So the people go out and buy more weapons, and then they leave them at their houses, not stored properly. The kids, like you said, are fascinated by the weapons, uh, what their dad does or what he doesn't do. Leaves them unsecured. The kid grabs them, and they just shoot themselves or shoot somebody else in the, in the household. By the way, what he said about politicians is spot on. So what happens is we lose order. There's mayhem. Everybody freaks out and gets a gun. Fair? Fair, Gary? It's, I think statistics prove that, Marty. Every time some big uh, tragedy happens, uh, they rush the banned weapons and everything else, and the people go out and buy more weapons. So, I mean, I have friends myself. That I don't understand why they have so many weapons, but they do. If you're a collector, I can understand it. But, I mean, if something ever happened, you can't grab 50 weapons and carry them with you. So what do you need all 50 for? So with a four-year-old shooting himself in the head, mom and dad, do they deserve to be punished, sir? Well, I mean, I, I guess every instance is different, Marty. But uh, in a layman's terms, more likely than not, yes. If a weapon's left unsecure in the house with a four-year-old, uh, I have four kids. I have uh, two main safes and two little safes in my house. Never left my weapons unsecured. Yeah, this is my next question. He has four kids. Did they watch you? Were they curious about your weapons as they grew up, sir? Yeah, you know, Marty, I don't know, because uh, my daughter probably not. My boys probably. Yeah. Uh, I know growing up as a, as a kid, I I watched my father, and he had weapons in the house. Yep. And we sat down one day, explained me what they were for and what they could do. And really, Marty, I never touched them. But back when I was a kid, we were too busy playing baseball, chasing girls. Nice. Nowadays, it's a different story. Nice. Hey, so firearms instructor Gary's one of the best cops I've ever known. What's your best advice to folks listening about guns around the house and kids around those guns, Gary? Well, you have to lock them up without ammo, Marty. Uh, face the kids are smart. They're going to find a way to get in that safe. If they don't already know how to get in it already, if it's not a combination or not a secure lock, uh, they're going to reach. They're going to get. They're going to climb on stuff to get up to get high on stuff. I mean, I did it as a kid. Uh, yep. They'll find a way. They're, they're kids. They're, they're adaptive. They'll find a way to get that weapon. I was fascinated by guns, and everything he says is spot on. Every single thing he says is spot on. Now you have single-parent households. Now you have guns laying around. What is it? Are you trying to say people shouldn't buy guns or people should have training? What are you trying to say, Gary? Well, I think if the government was really serious about it, uh, you'd make sure everybody had a safe, everybody had some kind of locking mechanism for it. Uh, especially if your kids are on the house, uh, people in generally Marty are just lazy. Uh, case in point, you brought up the fact that the Pittsburgh International Airport. For the life of me, I can't figure that one out because yeah. everybody knows you can't get on the plane. But yet, yet again, we got thirty or forty more guns taken out this year. So who knows? Uh, people are just lazy in particular, Marty. Hey, um, with the cop who lost his six-year-old son because his son blew his head off with dad's gun, he climbed up a ladder into the closet. At the end of the day. If you don't think about the possibility of this happening, you're setting yourself up for the possibility this could happen. Is that fair? Oh, without a doubt, Marty. Listen, the, 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 we're full of people that wish they thought it would never happen to them and happen to them. Uh, so let's face the facts. It, it can always happen, and it will happen if you're, if you're careless or reckless. You telling people not to buy guns? No. Buy guns if you want to buy guns. Uh, just be careful and be safe with them. Thanks, brother. Yeah. You're the best. Thanks, boy. Bye. My man gets it big time. Six-year-old, son of a cop. 
Daddy's gun. Climbed a ladder in the closet and grabbed it. Ripped my soul out. His parents, they never recovered. Don't want to let go of this gun thing for now. I'm not trying to obsess. But want to scare you a little bit if you have kids at home. So, um, study just done by this uh, agency points out, I'm pulling up the data here. This is the Gun Violence Archive. Between May of 22, 2022 and April of 2023, there were at least 162 incidents. It's crazy. Which a child under 13 picked up a gun and fired it. Is that amazing? Inadvertently wounding or killing themselves or another child under 13. How about that? In all, total of 71 children were killed and 96 injured. Accidental. Accidental. Several of the incidents involved siblings shooting each other. In 22, in Indiana, a six-year-old boy killed his five-year-old sister with a gun he found in his parents' safe. My God. My God. March 12th last year, a three-year-old girl, wow, unintentionally killed her four-year-old sister with a handgun she found in the bedroom. Wow. Wow. Among 138 cases, listen to this, the median age of the kids who pulled the trigger was four years old. Can you imagine this? Bam. Youngest victim, five-month-old girl wounded by her three-year-old brother in Tampa. The boy found a handgun at his mother's home and shot his baby sister in the hip. Unbelievable. Highest number of incidents, Texas, Louisiana, Missouri, Indiana, Florida, Georgia, Ohio, and Tennessee. These are states with the most guns, by the way, by population. I'm not telling you not to buy a gun. I'm not saying you're an idiot if you buy a gun. I'm not. I don't judge. However, comma, you're an idiot. And you're irresponsible. And you're negligent if you buy a gun and don't get training. And by the way, to Gary's point, he was a firearms instructor. Less than 5% of you that buy guns and own them right now get any blankety-blank training. That is obnoxious. Last point. Did you hear what the one case pointed out? A boy found a gun in his dad's safe. Which leads to Gary's other point. You got to store the guns in a safe and you got to have them unloaded and have the ammunition somewhere else. Don't be an idiot. I sat and they invited us in because they wanted the public to know about the danger of guns in a home. I sat in a police officer's house and wept with the six year old's mom and dad. The six year old had taken daddy's gun and uh, accidentally shot himself in the head. Climbed a ladder, found where dad hides the gun every day. He's dead, and their life is ruined. Yes, I'm trying to scare you. I really am. All I want you to do, go ahead, buy 100 guns, but put them somewhere where a kid can never, ever get to them. 
Can you? Can you please do that? I think you can. Dino. Good morning. Dean, Dean, the weather machine. Cold start out there this morning, uh, my friend Marty. It's uh, in the 20s to near 30, and we'll see a a chilly afternoon. It's not as windy nor as harsh as it was yesterday. Temperatures up in the low to mid-40s. Real feels, though, still to be in the 30s for the afternoon. Mainly clear down to 26 tonight. Tomorrow, a little chillier. I don't think we get out of the 30s despite some sunshine. Then temperatures ease with Thursday sunny, low 40s, and then back up to near 50 for Friday and Saturday with some sunshine as we enter the weekend, and I think we'll finish it in that fashion, too. Temperatures close to 50 on Sunday. It looks dry all the way through the weekend, Marty, here uh, in the Pittsburgh area. Hey, man, I watched a couple of local weather folks. None of them have good as you, as good as you, of course. Um, said no white Christmas. No way. Are you willing to say that? Right now? Uh, I think I think it's a low potential. Uh, it looks like as we look at the the the, sh- the modeling going forward, uh, dry, quiet weather all the way through the rest of this week. There is the potential for a coastal storm to form uh, as we get into the early part of next week. But it looks like we would be uh, far enough east of that that we wouldn't get any direct impact. There may be some flurries or some snow showers on the backside of it as we get into yeah. that uh, week. But then it does look like what we're doing this week as we go into Christmas leading into it. There's uh, generally high pressure. Maybe a little clipper tries to come through uh, uh, that Saturday or Sunday, maybe giving a little flurries. But, yeah, in terms of it actually snowing on Christmas or having enough snow to be considered a white Christmas, I think you have to have whatever so many inches on the ground. Um, I don't think that is happening. Yeah, that's a pretty good bet right now. Dean DeVore, um, you've been spot on so far. And you're saying what? Mild winter. And you, you don't think a big snow till what? January, maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, the beginning, we, we knew that this beginning uh, entry into the winter would not be as cold here in this El Nino setup. But there does look like once we get to the first of the year or near it, that we start um, bringing some more colder air down and having some incursions of that. Now, as that occurs, there may be, uh, Paul Paslock has pointed to this, our chief long-range forecaster, yeah. that there is going to be probably some uh, issues with uh, the weakening of the polar vortex, allowing some of that polar air to come down as we get into the beginning of next year. Um, when we have that and what we've analogued these year, this year, too, in terms of the way the, the, the winter has started, in past years, we've had a stormy situation where we could have some big um, cold snaps that generate some coastal storms. And so that is something we certainly have to watch. Uh, but, you know, we're caught in the middle a lot of times here, Marty. We have to have either that, that right area of low pressure that kind of plows up towards Ohio and towards us here in western Pennsylvania, creating a kind of a, a shield of snow ahead of it to get decent amounts. Or we see the, the after effects of uh, a coastal storm and then the lake effect that just keeps dumping uh, lake effects snow on us. It's hard for us to get a huge system over Pittsburgh, just the way our geography is a lot of the winters. And this one looks like it will be one of those again. By the way, to your point, a lot of my friends that are in the snow business, they cut back on their plows, their shovels, their salt, change their business model. 
because we're milder now. Not surprising. Well, they, are they doing more general yep. uh, kind of cleanup and yep. stuff in yep. the in the off season? I see that too. I mean, like our folks that do my uh, landscaping because I live in a in a community, um, they they were much later still cleaning up. In fact, I was just out the other day taking my walk, and there was parts of our uh, general area where they were doing cleanup still, which I think what five ten years ago probably would have been unheard of this time of year. Right, right on. Hey, uh, Larry's not here. I feel, I, like know, I feel like I'm he, cheating. Don't tell, him. Don't tell, <laughs> don't him, tell we, him. don't tell him we cheated no, on man, him you know because, you know, he'll be a little jealous. But, yeah, I, uh, yeah, he gets like that. You know, I know he does. Oh, I mean, man. he thought we were bro. I mean, right. no, look, he, he, we are bros. But, you know, I think he's just been a little jealous that you become my bro a little bit. You know, look, man, look, man, I'm Elvis. He's Lawrence Welk. I mean, if you want to get down to it. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I don't even know what that means, but I'll laugh at it. Come on, man. One guy's cool as hell. The other one isn't. Thanks, my man. All right, you guys have a great morning. Yeah. And then Samantha said, I miss Larry. I mean, you do. I don't. Oh, I, I miss Larry, yes. Yeah. why? Well, because when Larry's here, things make sense. <laughs> oh, so what are you saying, that I don't make sense? You do, but it's just, it's organized chaos. Yes, exactly. With you and with Larry, it's just organized. It's life in the blender with me. Yeah, and, and I'm, I mean, as much as I love it, I think it's great, Um, I'm a very... I like to be organized. <laughs> and for my sanity, I miss Larry. I think I make him as nervous as I make you nervous. I think I, I make him uptight. He yeah. doesn't know where we're going. Yeah, no, I, I get I get the passive aggressiveness. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Whenever I have to run the mothership, <laughs> I get the passive aggressiveness because it's stressful. I look over at you during this mayhem some days and you have a look in your eyes. That, like, thousand-yard stare? Yes. 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 All right. It's okay. Larry's back tomorrow. Larry's back tomorrow. Keep saying it over and over. We say his name. Maybe he'll... Beetlejuice. Larry's know? back tomorrow. Larry's back tomorrow. I'm back. Love that song. Love it. I want to get to one of these scam emails because uh, Raz was mentioning a, um, a scam. I get sent uh, scam emails all the time, all the time, probably five a day. This one was asking for my uh, tele uh, phone number. Let me find this. Inbox. Um, I'm going through my email right now. Man. By the way, uh, next up, we're going to talk to uh, Guy Rushenthaler, Congressman. Some very interesting observations regarding uh, American hostage held in Russia, and he's spot on. We're also going to talk about uh, these uh, college presidents and what's happening on college campuses and a record number of resignations in the House, including his good friend, Kevin McCarthy, and why he's walking away. At the end of the day, I wouldn't put up with it. I just wouldn't. I didn't. I, I just, I, I can't. Because all they do is a jack with each other. And uh, quite frankly, social media has made it worse because they make social media statements in the hope to go viral. Idiotic, narcissistic, light myself on fire statements just to get attention. If you do social media, and I do a lot, 
Here's the tragedy of it. If my wife, and she posts stuff about Kidsburg, about the kids at the ballet, or kids having a picnic, no one responds. And by the way, there's a pattern to this. No one. If I post an emotional, insane video, using as an example, kids beating the daylights out of each other at a local school, 100,000 people. It's a fact. If I post an innocuous picture of someone doing a ribbon cutting at a billion-dollar hospital, no one responds. Maybe 10 people. If I post a video of someone running into another car and then running from the scene, 100,000, 150,000 people, sometimes more. So what happens is you realize this if you're out there in La La Land, social media world, X, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you name it. Using TikTok as an example. Our teenage daughters realize very early on, unless they post a provocative video showing their body, shaking their booty, whatever the hell you want to say, no one gives a damn. So what happens is you play into this pattern. How do I get attention? How do I get people to watch? How do I light myself on fire? And you come up with something. Whether it's a teenage girl in a bikini, smiling at her camera, which they do, not my kids. I would take their phone forever. And I've been very clear about that. Whether it's a politician screaming at another politician. Whether it's a house fire with someone jumping from the window. You learn in this game that unless you light yourself on fire, no one gives a damn. So, the byproduct of that is you have a lot of crazy people on social media doing anything and everything they can to get attention. And thus, a lot of really important, significant content that no one gives a crap about ever gets out on social media. Why? Bad video, bad pictures, not sexy, not provocative, not inflammatory, no hyperbole. It's a fact. So as we learn this, politicians learn this. If I go nuts on camera about Trump, about Biden, this will get traction. And when you're campaigning and raising money, you have to find a way to get traction. And if you're cutting a ribbon at a bakery that'll employ 100 people, no one gives a crap. That's a fact. That's the truth of social media today. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.